All right. Well, we are going to do a really fun breath work exercise together. It's called Brahmari or Humming Bee Breath. So oops, we are going to do, let's do four rounds together. So what you're going to do wherever you are in your space, I want you to sit or stand in a really nice position, nice tall spine there. Thinking about your ears, over your shoulders, over your hips. You can keep your eyes opened or closed. No big deal to me. And since we're not in a space together, you can close or keep your ears open. If you're in a group in person, it can get really loud. So sometimes I tell people to plug their ears. And we're going to take an inhale through both nostrils. And exhale, sigh all your air out through the mouth. And then we're going to close, seal our lips. Inhale through the nose. And we're going to hum all our air out through our nose. It sounds something like this. So let's do four rounds together just like that. You might notice a little buzzing or tickling sensation in your sinuses or in your face. You might notice some different spaces in your brain or in your body. You can just gently blink your eyes open. And I would love to hear from two people how that experience was for you. What did you notice? I actually felt very in my body. I hold a lot of stress in my like jaw area. And this helped me to release all of that in a very quick way, which is very nice. This is a fun tip and trick to have. <laughs> awesome. Good. I'm so glad to hear that. Yes. I I felt similar to Veronica. Um, I think by the third breath, my shoulders relaxed. And I carry a lot of tension in my shoulders without realizing that they're they're tense. And then they kind of just dropped at some point. And I was like, I didn't even realize I was holding my shoulders up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had exactly the same. I felt some other muscles to my body relaxing, which is something I did not expect, especially even in my like the, on the lower part of my body. Um, so I was like, oh, wow, like just by breathing, this just happened. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. This is like one of my favorite breathwork practices that I share with anyone that I can because of all the reasons you all just mentioned. Um, so some of the benefits here, just so you're aware, if you are regularly practicing this humming bee breath exercise, this breath practice it can help improve your sleep quality. It obviously can calm your mind. It can be a great anger management technique. I have used this in my car during traffic with my eyes open and boy, let me tell you, it was helpful. And as you mentioned, Veronica and Delaney and Julia, it can release that tension, obviously cerebral here in your head and your face, but really the main three places we hold stress commonly that I see physically in folks is in their jaw, in their shoulders and in your hips or your lower body. And so it's really interesting that three of you notice that and notice an instant change because it can actually release that tension that quickly. It stimulates what's our pituitary glands, right? Our hormones. And it also engages that parasympathetic nervous system. And the way that it does that is that we have something called the vagus nerve or the wandering nerve that's connected to our nervous system. It runs all the way from our low belly up the length of our spine into the base of our skull, into the base of our head here. 
And it basically sends a signal from our low belly up to our brain, like, hey, you can go into rest and digest, you can chill out. And so that's why you probably started to notice all those things because we're breathing from our low belly and we're manually working with our nervous system here that your body, even without you telling it to relax, is starting to relax. So highly recommend. It's also super fun to do with any kiddos in your lives. They just think it's so fun and funny and cute. And they're like, it tickles. So highly recommend. <laughs> awesome. Well, I have one more quick activity I want to do with you all. And we can talk about these. I want to give you maybe two minutes that you can pick one of these and just write what comes to mind. Pick one prompt here and spend the next two minutes pinned to paper or typing on your computer how you feel or how this shows up for you. Pick any one of these. I'm gonna set a little timer on my phone and then have at it. Don't think about it, just start writing. Pick a prompt and start writing. And time. Fingers off keyboards, pen and paper down. Awesome. I love to hear from, I think just two people, unless everyone feels really, really inspired and safe to share. I would love to know what you picked, what prompt you picked and what came up for you. Um, I can go. I, I picked on good days, how can I celebrate the progress I'm making to address climate change? Um, because I did this recently of being able to have a success in my work that was addressing climate change and some stuff that I did um, to acknowledge that. So of making space for myself to externally acknowledge that success and that I earned that success and making promises to myself and following through on those promises. So on Friday, it was really hot, but I was really looking forward to getting outside. And so I stopped my work and I went on a bike ride and I was fully present for that entire bike ride with myself. Um, and then I make promises to myself every morning of I deserve this time and space to go on my walk and actively participate in being present on that and enjoying that time of if I start thinking about work or um, other things going on in my life I'm like this is my time to not feel and think all of those things it's time to enjoy like the air and the weather and what I'm going to eat that day and what promises I'm going to make to myself of making space. I um, picked prompt number one. And so am I experiencing burnout? And if so, what stage am I yet in? Um, and yes, I, <laughs> it was, it was so, it felt so nice to put it down sort of like pen and paper and just personally internalize it and then externalizing it again and sort of going through every single stage of how that experience is right now in my life and how 
it is affecting especially my personal relationships with people that surround me in a way that um, it's very toxic and very wrong for those people to be affected by my own like stress and burn burnout um, especially in the way that my anxiety is externalized in a lot of anger or kind of blaming others for my own feelings and yeah it felt so good to put it down and realize that I owe like maybe some apologies to people because it's not about like myself or all the time and um yeah it just makes you realize how many it made me realize how many aspects of my life um burnout is is affecting um yeah so it it just I guess this technique and journaling it's so good to sort of process what you're going through and potentially try to change things or try to tell yourself okay this is your boundary and like this is time to stop or like this is where it has to it has to end and you have to better manage this this situation so yeah it was it's really useful <laughs> oh thank you for sharing i'm sending you so much empathy and compassion because it's hard to be in the space of burnout when you first initially recognize it and recognizing it can feel such that sense of relief. So I'm sending you so much love and I'm hoping that some of these resources help you start to start to unravel and un, unlearn some of those hard things. Rework them, I should say. Awesome. Well, I'm hoping this was helpful. Again, these prompts are available to you. If you want the slides, happy to make sure you have access to them. Um, but I want to be mindful of your all's time. I have just a few final thoughts I want to share with you. <laughs> okay. So I just want to wrap up and say, don't let the urgency of your life, your work, whatever's going on, take priority over your health and well-being. Your mental health has impacts on your physical health and vice versa. You can't pour from an empty cup. It is okay to take breaks. You can give yourself that permission. And you have to still live your life. No matter what is going on in the world, you are here and you deserve to live a happy, fulfilled life. Sometimes we need support. So don't hesitate to reach out if you need that support to someone in your life or a professional counselor. And then some final Again, advice here, I learned about this concept of a trigger plan through a training I went through several months ago with the Good Grief Network. Highly recommend them if you've not heard of them. Um, but they recommend creating a trigger plan. So if you are finding yourself feeling triggered, angry, anxious, panicky, coming up with some breathe, a breathing exercise, a subtle body movement, maybe clenching your fist, tapping your fingers, and then a mantra, a lyric, or a phrase you can repeat to yourself. And even a grounding object that you always have on you. I always wear this necklace here with this stone. So this is my grounding power object. So if you're really finding yourself struggling and in that fight or flight space, or just in general, being a human in this world, Highly recommend considering setting up a trigger plan to help you notice when you're in that space and maybe start to back away from an extreme response if that's not the way you want to respond to a situation. Well, just some final thoughts and a final quote here from, again, Rest is Resistance, a manifesto by Tricia Hersey. 
She says, you don't have to grind, hustle, and accept burnout is normal, and be in a constant state of exhaustion and sleep deprivation. You don't have to kill yourself spiritually or physically to live a fruitful life. It is believing that you are worthy of rest because you are alive. Our bodies and souls want to be well, to heal, to be rested, and to be free from the hold productivity has over our lives you're worthy right now of rest, care, and space. So final things to consider. We can't escape stressors, but we can work to find balance in our lives and build up our resilience to those stressors. And I think it's important to remember this chart here on the right. This is Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You've probably heard and seen this chart a million times. It applies to you if you're in burnout, Go back to your physiological needs and work your way back up. That is going to be how you're going to start to feel better and start to heal and move forward in a more healthy way for you. Here's some resources that I'd love to share with you. It's things that I've, I've found really helpful and informative on my own journey. And here's some ways that you can work with me if you're interested I teach yoga, I do sustainability coaching, and I also have a burnout recovery program. Would love to help you or someone in your life in that capacity if it would be useful. But thank you for your time this morning. It was so great to meet you all. And I just super appreciate you. And I hope you found something you need, just one thing you need today to walk home, go on to the rest of your week and feel more in alignment with who you are deep inside. Thanks, friends. Awesome. Thank you so much, Danny. Cannot emphasize how useful this was. So that is it for now. Thank you so much for listening. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok. See you next month, everyone. Bye.